You're listening to Unraveling Rachel. This podcast is all about this journey that we call life and how we can live it more authentically so that it sucks less and feels better. Sounds good, huh? Hello there, my friends. How are you guys doing? Um, I'm here with another episode for you, for your ears, and it's... There has been so much going on in my head lately, um, and I've been wanting to record something for you guys. I've been wanting to share it with you, um, these little things, but nothing was feeling like significant enough to make an episode around. Like, you know, when I talked about home, I felt like I had a lot to say, um, that I could uh, put out something like to me in my mind that was worth um, your time, worth you know y- you sitting down and, and getting into. And um, <laughs> as I was having this feeling of wanting to record the podcast and also um, looking at all the things I had and recognizing this thought of, well, none of it's enough. I was like, that hit me in the face when I heard, really like heard that none of it's enough. Um, It's all enough. It's all significant. All those little bits matter. Um, And so one of my intentions, I don't know if I've really shared this with you. um, One of my intentions, probably my biggest intention for this year is to feel more expressed, to feel fully expressed in 2019 in every way that I can. Because for me, I've really found that expression is an antidote to depression. And when I'm, if I'm feeling down, it's usually because I'm not expressing something. I'm not acknowledging something that's going on. Um, even even if it's just to I'm not acknowledging really that I'm feeling in a funk. Um, I'm not expressing. I'm holding something in usually. So I really want to feel expressed because in the times of my life when I have really allowed myself to express and, and be, well, that expression, I should say, has allowed me to be seen, which is something that... I realize I have craved for so much of my life to really be seen, but to really be seen, we have to really show, we have to really express, we have to really um, put ourselves out there, which is really vulnerable. And so that's what this podcast is all about, right? <laughs> um So looking at all those little things that I wanted to share and feeling like, oh, maybe they weren't enough. It was really like saying, um, I'm not enough. What I have isn't enough to offer. I need to be something more. My thoughts need to be better, greater, more complete to be worth your time. And that, so that that was like saying to myself that none of that, that what I had wasn't good enough. And that has been the not good enough thing has been such a huge struggle in my life. And it starts, it was starting within my own 
mind was telling me that I was not good enough. You guys weren't like, no, we don't want to hear that. I don't know. Maybe you don't. And that's fine. Don't listen. Um, but none of that was coming from the outside. It was totally coming from the inside. Now, I do think that at some point that that thought, that voice got, my, my inner voice learned that kind of way of being from the outside world. You know, up until the age of seven, they say that our subconscious doesn't have a filter. We're not able to choose what we take in. That's why kids are like little sponges. They just soak up everything. And so they really learn not by what what you're telling them, although that does matter, but how you're being, how how the outside world is treating them and how their parents are treating themselves. And um, that gets that starts to form who they are. I think it's the Jesuits that say, show me a boy until the age of seven. Give me the boy until the age of seven and I'll show you the man he'll become or something like that. And that is because of that way that we learn and come to be. Um, So yeah, that inner voice started somewhere. But now, as an adult, it's my voice, and it's my responsibility, and I get to, I have the privilege of being aware of it and choosing to um, maybe react in a different way. So um, when I had this realization, I was like, oh, wow, well, what am I going to do to change that then? Um, and I had recently had a conversation with a friend, uh, one of the amazing women that I met when I went to Sydney for Just Lively Sea School. And, um, she's had a lot of experience in this, you know, sort of getting to know oneself, um, world and work. And she is a Martha Beck Institute certified life coach, and she's absolutely incredible, and I will link to her in my show notes. Um, so my friend Dory, um, she says to me, Rachel, why, I have a feeling that you don't value easy. And I was like, ooh, I don't. And I want to, I really wish things were easier, but there's, again, some sort of part of me that thinks that things have to be hard to be worth it, or that the big things in life have to be hard, and I do know where that came from. Um, That part, and also the not good enough part, I can look back into my childhood and see where that came from, and I can see, I think, where um, that voice was well and alive in my parents and, you know, by no fault of their own other than their own, maybe not being aware of it. Right. Um, it came down to me and it trickled down to me. And now I have this opportunity because I am a responsible adult to respond in a different way. So, um, yeah, I have also heard Tim Ferriss um, in an interview. It may have been in the, his interview with Marie Forleo um, where he talks about his depression. Um, but he also talks about what if it were easy and how that's become a journal prompt for him. And so when my friend Dory pointed this out and I 
remember that interview I heard with Tim Ferriss and the whole what if it were easy thing. I was like, okay, what if it were easy? What if it was easy to sit down and record this next podcast? And the first thing that I wrote out is I would just sit down and talk. I would just sit down and talk to you. Just like if I was calling a friend that I was really comfortable with and I just wanted to sit down and talk. And I do have those friends where I can do that and I don't feel like I need to have some big thing, some put together piece to put out there. And um, those are the best friendships. They feel so, so good and so nice and so much grows from them. So it was like, okay, I am just going to sit down and talk. And as I came into doing that today, um, after having a lovely morning with my roommate where we had coffee and we just sat and talked, I started to get nervous when I approached the microphone because, I don't know, like somehow a microphone makes it weird or scary. I'm, I'm really not sure. You know, my, my ego, I guess, gets threatened a little bit. Um, but I feel fine now, um, until like (laughs) every now and then I catch myself almost going out of the flow of this consciousness, the stream of consciousness of just talking about what it is that is within me and that I want to talk to you about and kind of moving outside of myself and starting to go, well, is this really what you want to be talking about? Are you missing anything? Are they going to care? Haven't you said that four times already? What are people going to think of you? And it's like, I have to remember that, like, that voice is not where I'm at right now. I don't know. Just kind of like, I'm not really sure how I do it. Just kind of, I know, I don't give it, I haven't been giving it attention and talking about it right now, I'm like, it's like when you're trying to fall asleep, and so you want to fall asleep, but then, like, you can't. It's, um, like, kind of like that. Like, um, I want to stay in the flow, but now I'm not going to be able to stay in the flow, and there's a little bit of fear of that, but I'm not going to get wrapped up in it. Um, not this time, at least. Um, because, I don't know why. And there I am, definitely rambling. So anyway, what if the podcast was easy? I would just sit down and talk and not go off on crazy tangents, or maybe I would, and that's okay too. So um, I was writing this out, and as I was writing it out, like just so much came through. And um, I ended up back at expression and just being able to express myself and seeing every little thing every every little inkling or um uh inspiration for expression to be enough to share that the process and all of the pieces of it are significant it isn't just about some end goal because there really isn't some big end goal where everything is just going to be finally done and in place. And, um, I think that this is like, it came to me, like if a painter never took a brush stroke because they didn't think that the single brush stroke would be worth it, we wouldn't have any paintings. If, if they never put the brush in the paint and started 
making strokes just because they didn't know how the finished product would come out. They couldn't see it. Like, there would never be any painted art. And then, like, how do they, like, uh, feel like it's complete? Because there's always so much more that could be added. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a painter. Um, I am not... Uh, uh, I don't have an art like that, that I express myself through that I found, although I'm very curious about um, maybe practicing some art and getting into it and just kind of seeing where it takes me. Because I'm at a place in my life now where I do believe that I'm creative. I used to not. I used to be like, oh, I'm not creative. I can't draw. I can't do this. I don't, I don't create things like that's for somebody else. And I really think it's awesome, but it's not for me. But now I believe that we are all creators. We're all capable of creating something every day. And it doesn't have to be art, but like really, um, our life is, is our art and our life is an expression. So, um, I'm going to kind of, backtrack, loop around, jump around here. Um, so part of my wanting to feel fully expressed is, um, the ways that I'm going to be doing that this year is this podcast, um, getting out more on social media, um, getting out more in my community. And that's kind of happening organically. It's cool. Um, I connected with someone from, uh, the MS, uh, multiple sclerosis, uh, society, 50 mile walk that I used to raise money for almost 10 years ago. We reconnected. We've, we've always kind of stayed connected on social media, but, um, we reconnected through this podcast and we're going to be having coffee soon. And she also invited me to a little gathering of women that she's having in her house. And, um, we're going to connect and talk about these things. And it's really cool. Um, so I want to do more things like that and um, connect more with my family too. Um, and my my family's been listening to the podcast, which is really nice. I mean, I don't know by that I, I at least know my mom and my sister and my sister left me a really nice voicemail um, that I uh, <laughs> just listened to today because I'm really bad with voicemail and um, hopefully I talk to her before she hears this because I've also been really bad with connecting and calling her and that's all tied up in some what seems like complicated stuff and I've got complicated family stuff and it's at least been complicated um, from my side and I know that in talking with them it'll probably um, hopefully become less complicated and uh, so Ashley if you're listening thank you for the beautiful voicemail and for listening and I love you a lot and um ooh, a little emotional there uh, and family stuff uh, and how we work through that that's that's for another episode um, but my my intentions for 2019 going back to the expression um, and also it relates to my second in big intention which is connection um, in Expression and connection are very closely linked, which is not something I'm going to dive into now, or we're going to have like a three hour episode, you know? 
Um, and my mouth is already getting dry. So, um, expression and being creative. Uh, yeah, that's where I was. We're all creative and the life that we live is our ultimate expression. Um, and we can, like using that painting analogy, we can be intentional and, and be intentional with our brush strokes, or we can let life paint all over us. And I feel like that's where I was for a long time, kind of like letting life paint over me uh, with like the things that I should be doing and the way that I should be. And now that like there's been this shift in me that I have, I don't know, more awareness of my ability as a creator to shape it, to be an artist, I am really excited to see what it is I create. And I recently um, was just like, wow, I am uh, a piece of art. I am my art. And that maybe is like, whoa, that's cool to some of you. Or like, yeah, whatever. Like, duh. Um, Whatever way it hits you, uh, that's cool. It really like was, oh, that's a cool way of looking at it for me. And that came to me when I was doing my um, application. I applied for a low-income ticket to Burning Man this year. Um, And I think this is my year to go. I have had experiences with, like, the Burning Man community um, through regional burns, and I have friends who go... Um, or have been, I should say, and a bunch of friends are going this year. And I met um, a new friend out in the desert uh, a few months ago. And he was like, have you been? You should go. Do you want to go? Put it out into the universe right now. And I said it. And then like, this came around and friends were like, yeah, apply if you can. And um, definitely right now, um, I think I should meet the financial qualifications, but the the process itself was like a freaking college scholarship application. I basically had to like say what the Burning Man community meant to me and why I wanted to go and how I was going to contribute. And uh, how I was going to contribute kind of like tripped me up because I was like, oh, I you know people bring music and art and these really cool camps and like all of these things have been so so important to me um in that episode where I talk about love and feeling it and that like being inspired and seeing people really expressing themselves and accepting others expression um I was talking about um, that community. So it it gave that to me in seeing that that was possible. And so in thinking about how am I going to give back, I was like, well, I don't, I don't have music and I don't really have sculpture or painting or some mutant vehicle or um, interactive art to bring to the table. But what I do have is an an openness to embrace all of the experience. And I have the experiences that I have had 
in the last, um, I'd say like five years, I guess it's been, um, to, yeah, the last almost five years to bring to the table. I have what I've learned as a ever changing person to, to be like, I get to be present. I, I am my art. I am what I've been working on, like stroke by stroke. And I, that's, that's what I bring in the way that the individuals that I experienced, um, when I found, um, this world, um, they were their art and they, um, had an impact on me. So I have who I am. And I trust that the person that I am right now is the kind of person that, like, is meant to be there and, and contribute their presence um, to this community. And so we'll see what they think of that. Um, uh, hopefully it happens. Um, and then I need to figure out how the rest of it's going to happen. But, um, if it's meant to be, um, it will. And I'll just leave that at that for now. Um, so going back to that, seeing myself as art, um, I think we can all see ourselves that way and see that, like, our ultimate expression is in how we live. And I think that that's kind of a big part of unraveling is like awakening to an intentional life, one that that we actively live instead of getting lived by, you know, and that getting lived by work is that, oh, I get up and I go to work and I do this and I do that. And it's like, it's not really like, oh, I do this I have this cup of coffee in the morning because it brings me joy and I sit and I journal and I'm very aware and I'm present in it and it feels good and it's not just a habitual, I do it because I have a cup of coffee every morning, you know, um, and that's just a little example of how like life can live us instead of us living it. Um, and that is, a. Uh, that life living me, as I said, it's a life that I lived for a very long time. And when I realized that initially I was kind of unkind to myself about it, regretful, and that doesn't really work. I would say it probably wasn't until I started to have some kind of gratitude for that past experience that I could really move forward with like the current experience um, because like I could see that, that that past experience gave me this contrast and an ability to understand what I was discovering now to a depth that I just couldn't have without it. And so um, to be grateful for it and accept it, then I could... Um, move forward more deeply with what I was discovering, I guess. 
uh, it's like Pema Chodron said, until we're more friendly or when we're more friendly with ourselves, then our situation becomes more friendly to um, get the inside right and the outside falls into place, Eckhart Tolle. That is what's happening here as I record the podcast, as that voice inside of me was like, don't, don't do it. Don't share these little things. They're not worth it. And I caught that and I was like, oh, that's not very nice to, to me and to my thoughts and to my, you know, feelings and the, the insights. And it's not very like, um, I'm not allowing myself to be, to be seen. I'm not allowing myself to express. So I'm really not allowing myself to be seen. So like, I am going to change that. I'm going to change that inner dialogue and be like, no, these thoughts and things that I want to say are worth it. And they're part of the process and my creation. And so I'm going to do it. And now here, the outside is falling into place. It's coming into being. And um, just like everything else that I have put out there for you, I trust that it might be what someone else uh, needs to hear right now, or it might be a nice relief for them to hear. It might change the way that they have their inner dialogue. It might change their relationship to that voice inside their head that is telling them something that might not be true. Um, it's just, it. it's going to have an impact like throwing a stone into a lake. There will be a ripple effect of some kind, and I know that it will be positive. Um, so why is it important for me to feel fully expressed? I said, uh, because I found it to be an antidote to depression. And it's so true. When I express more, I feel lighter in my body. I feel so much more at ease and connected. And when I don't, I feel stuck. I wake up with like my fists clenched and my jaw clenched and my body tight. And I like my, I, my digestion is slow and everything's just kind of like stuck. Like I need to be oiled up. And I like my theory on that is because that it's all energy. The emotions are energy. And if I'm not processing them and, and letting the emotions flow, flow freely through me, which is what expression is in some form or another, whether it's expressing through, um, this, vocal way and sharing or through a bodily way and dancing and moving or through some other form of artistic expression like singing or painting or sculpture or whatever. There's so many ways to express ourselves. Um, it gets stuck. It's It has to go somewhere. And oh, I think I mentioned this before, but there's uh, like a part of me that really does feel that, um, that is the root of, um, many, much disease in, in our world. Um, because we don't, our culture, our society, our world, um, doesn't place a high value on the softer side of, feeling our emotions and expressing our emotions. 
Um, we look at emotions like they're good and they're bad emotions, and there's really just emotions. The good and the bad is a judgment that we place on them, and that trying to avoid the bad and chase the good is like the root of so much um, ill in our society as far as like addiction and unhappiness goes. And if we... What I'm finding is that as I learn to uh, identify and embrace and honor my emotions more without judgment, that's the tendencies that I have towards uh, those sort of, um, gosh, <laughs> I don't want to say bad because, hey, there's a judgment, right? But those less desirable behaviors that are not productive in my life, um, as I learn to handle my emotions better, I don't have a tendency towards those behaviors like turning to alcohol or food to numb or escape or running to other people to solve my problems or going into like pity party mode or um, getting caught in anxiety and whatnot. So yeah, that's I think why expression is so important to keep that energy moving. It's really healthy, healthy for me. Um, and I don't know if I said this in the beginning cause I'm kind of, I don't know. I feel like I've just been talking and sometimes when I do this, it's like, I, I'm not really sure where I went. I'm not sure what I said. Um, when I go back and listen to this episode, I might be like, Oh, that was good. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Or, um, something like that because I just, it's like, uh, I'm in the flow. So I'm not thinking about what it is that I'm saying. I'm not thinking about what's happening. I am just doing. Um, but I, I think I did say that uh, like when I sit down and talk to a friend, it's just like talking and I want that to feel feel that way for this podcast too. It's a little weird because I'm just talking into a microphone and you're not actually here, but I might be with you in your car. I might be with you on your walk and it might feel like nice companionship. I know that when I've had friends and listeners reach out to me and say that they've listened um, you know, on their drive or, uh, during the workout or doing dishes or whatever. It's so nice to feel like, oh, I got to hang out with that person, even though we didn't really. And, you know, they share something with me about something they heard and how it's affected them. And it, it's really nice. And I learn a lot from what you share with me. Uh, and that is like this beautiful co-creative um, process. And that's, you know, what I think our life relationships are about this, um, co co-creative, um, form of expression of this life. Um, I didn't always see it that way, obviously, because I didn't really see my own power of creativity. Um, and I, I hope you do. And if you haven't, that maybe you see it um, a little bit more now because you are a powerful creator and a powerful artist and you have the ability to 
create whatever you want in this life. We, we both do. As long as we remember that and remember to go in and, and be with ourselves and be kind to ourselves and allow ourselves the space to be who we are and to acknowledge our feelings and um, what we need. Um, because if we don't do that, then we, if we don't do that, I guess that's when we get lived by life instead of living our life. That's my thoughts on it anyway. Um, I am no, (laughs) I'm going to put a little caveat in here. I'm no expert on this other than my own lived experience. Like, but I think that that is really valuable and not to be dismissed. Um, but I just want to emphasize that again, I am just speaking from my own experience and, um, that is, has been shaped by, uh, learning about myself and how we learn and bringing awareness to my patterns. And I believe that we're not all as different as we think we are. And um, when we have these like thoughts and feelings of, you know, like, for example, mine of like, oh, these little thoughts aren't good enough. Like, I am not so special that I'm the only person on the planet to have had those feelings. Um, And her voicemail to me, my sister said that we're probably a lot more alike than I think. And I don't know if I ever thought that we were that different? Well, no, that's not true. I definitely, we are different. We're, we're, we've have very different, you know, on the outside life, life paths and we've made different life choices. And I don't like, I can't understand. No, that's not true. I, her life choices, like probably aren't for me. Um, and obviously, cause I haven't made them and my life choices aren't for her. And I think that that doesn't mean that hers are any less or that the, um, or that mine are any better or that hers are any better or mine are any less. They're just different. And I know that at the root of like everything that's happened, like feelings are still the same. Um, and I don't know because I guess we haven't like we we haven't had those deep conversations. Um, maybe I haven't communicated that to her. You know, obviously there's a lot that I haven't communicated um, out to um, the world, um, and that is part of this unraveling that I'm learning and what I am here in sharing now. So anyway, I'm, I'm kind of getting off topic because I'm going into my head and thinking about things a little and things that I'd like to say. And, um, that is taking me out of the present moment and I'm just gonna, you know, let that be right now. So maybe that's the end of this podcast. Um, what if it was easy? I would just sit down and talk to you. I would just sit down and say the things on my mind. And, you know, there were a bunch of other, like, little notes and scribbles that I I had here. 
things I had been scribbling down because they had been coming to me um, throughout, uh, you know, the weeks and days. And uh, I have my notes in front of me, actually. So I'm going to look and see if there's anything else, like, that I really want to share. But I think when I sat down and started talking, what was meant to come through came through. Um, <laughs> one of my notes here is, let there be room for not knowing. Right? Let there be room when I sit down to the microphone for not knowing what's really meant to come through. Stop trying to control. Like, this is going to look exactly like that. Um, oh, and then I had had this thought, and this is one I am going to share. So, in one of the previous episodes, I talk about, I read the Pema Chodron chapter, and it's, you know, do you choose war or do you choose peace? And so often we're like, well, if, and this is, this goes back to, you know, get the inside right and the outside falls into place. If we tend to say, well, if everything outside of me was better, I could be more peaceful inside. But if if we were more peaceful ourselves first, then the world could be a more peaceful place. Then that our situation could be a more peaceful place. And it's like, I was thinking of it kind of going back to that painting thing. Like we're like a brush stroke. We might just be a single brush stroke in this painting. But if I'm painted green and enough people are painted green, then there's a big area of green right? And so if I'm peaceful and enough people are peaceful, then there's a lot more peace. And it's like when when you look at a, a, a space image of earth, right? There's so much blue because every little drop of water is blue. But then where there isn't and there's a lot of green or brown, then we see a lot of brown. So it starts, it really does start with a, with each person, it's not the other way around. It's, it starts with the individual. It's not like, um, well, this area of the earth is going to be green, so now every little bit of it is green. It's, there's enough green for it to look green. Um, anyway, so that was just my, my thought on that. Um, so, yeah. Maybe no more thoughts right now. Cool? Cool. All right. Um, this has been a lovely little podcast. Um, I have enjoyed recording it and just seeing what flows through. And um, I'm going to post. It's kind of funny. It's cold today in San Diego. Not Maybe not as cold as it has been, but it's cold in my, my old place. And um, I've taken to recording in my closet because it has better sound. Um, and it was really cold in here. So like I'm cozied among my clothes and I have a little heater in here and, um, it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny. And I want you to see it because I want you to know that like not everything has to be perfect. And if you really want to do something, 
that you can find a way to make it happen. Because um, one of the things that I let hold me back and doing this before was like, well, I don't have the right space and I don't have this and I need more, you know, like needing to know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Um, yeah, it just, there were just excuses, excuses that were backed by some kind of fear. So if there's something in you that you want to create because you're a powerful, badass creator, then um, look at like maybe ways you can do it that are outside of like the scope of how it would be perfectly done or how it should be done. Um, just a thought um, because maybe some of you out there have something like this that you want to do. That's really it for this this time. Really grateful for everyone who has listened and reached out. And I um, do really want to start connecting more with you uh, in some form or another. Um, I've been connecting individually with people and that's great. Um, but I'm going to make a, a podcast group on Facebook. I said before, I don't know where you guys hang out. Maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's not. So I'm going to let there be room for the unknown there and see what happens. Uh, again, if you like this, please share it with someone um, or give it a, a rating, review, download, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and that'd be awesome. I hope you're all feeling really expressed and joyous and connected and um, ready to live your life with a little more intention today. Lots of love to you until next time. Mm -hmm.